this is Derek Bright at Use It or Don't. I'm a third grade teacher in Southern California. And today's recording, I'm going to be talking about uh, our whole brain teaching for Challenging Kids 2nd Edition. I'm just going to talk about what we have been reading, and by we, I mean me. So, um, one of the things that we've been talking about here is the magic circle. And the magic circle is just a way to go through the process of teaching kids um, the different strategies um, that kind of are the foundation of teaching with whole brain teaching. So um, number one, you're going to say class yes. And what I love about class yes is we use this as an attention getter. So if you do nothing else in whole brain teaching, class yes is an amazing class getter. So you say class yes for those of you that don't know. And the students say Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so there's some different ways you could say, yo, class, and they say, yo, yes. So, and if you say it in a Mickey Mouse voice, class, yes, they would say, yes. Um, so there's some really fun applications of this and getting the students to um, participate in that. Um, you can say it in a really high voice, in a really low voice. Um, you can say just different things that kind of give that um, difference for the students. And there was there was a cool um, thing here. So when we do that, we say class yes, and then we go to um, the section of you say thank you with your hands over your heart, and you say thank you class, and they say thank you, Mr. Bright. And just getting that little response. So if you might say thank you, Billy, and Billy says thank you, Mr. Bright. And so that's part of that process. And then you go through the magic circle of mirror words, one new point, repeating twice, teaching those things. And so there's different ways that you can utilize that. And maybe I'll get to it, maybe I won't, but it's just what I'm reading right now. And there was a really cool quote that I wanted to find. And let's see if I can find it. Uh, I don't know. It's somewhere here. And I may just lose it. So, <laughs> um, but really it's just a matter of getting those students engaged with that class yes. Um, adding some virtues of thank you and you're welcome. Mirroring words. And the mirroring words thing is a little tough for me because I've never used it. But what Mirror Words does is it forces us as teachers to pick one, a one-sentence thing within our content to then teach to the kids. So if we say something like multiply, multiply by two means we're doubling. That could be your whole lesson for that. So if they're mirroring words, you might have some sort of gesture that shows that you're multiplying by two and you're doubling. Okay, whatever that gesture looks like. I know whole brain teaching on the Teacher Pray Teachers website has a lot of math words that you can use. I teach third grade currently. And so I might look for doubling. Okay, so if, if there's not a word or not a gesture for it, you can come up with your own. Okay, and then you have the students teach each other. So they would turn and talk. And you say, teach, and you clap twice, 
and they clap twice and they say, okay. And then they would go through that process of teaching for, you know, 30, 60 seconds of what that is. Teaching doubles, or excuse me, multiplying by twos means we're doubling. Multiplying by twos means we're doubling. And they're using the gesture that you've just taught them. Okay. And you go through that cycle for however many times it takes to really solidify that teaching. If you're seeing some students that are having trouble with it, you just go through it again. And that whole process is going to take just a couple minutes. So you're not really taking a whole lot of extra teaching time. But what you're doing is you're engaging those different brain sections, whether it's listening or motion or, you know, uh, whatever it might be to kind of engage those students. And there's really a cool quote, and I wish I had it, but it's the idea of having those two different things where the students need consistency and they need variability. So they, I think the whole brain teaching probably says it a lot better than me, but the consistency is they know what they're doing when you say teach okay. They know what they're doing when you say thank you and they say you're welcome. And the variability just kind of changes those things up with that, okay? And just that constant back and forth where they need that, the consistency and the variability. And it could be even just as you're learning with the class, yes, just using different terms to do the class, yes, provides that variability. They know what the consistency, they know what they're supposed to say with class, yes, and you might say class, class, and they say yes, yes. Or you might say cowabunga class, and they say cowabunga, yes. So you can make it fit with whatever you're doing. And it just gets them a way to model that, um, that concept and model that I'm listening. At the very least, it kind of triggers them and go, I'm the teacher saying something, so I might as well pay attention. Um, many teachers during class, yes, they'll fold their hands, say class, yes, and the kids will then fold their hands also and say, yes, yes. Um, so whatever that looks like for your class, and I really like that component of that consistency, that variability, and I think that's an important component in our class. And I think whole brain teaching does a really good job of providing those opportunities for that, even if you don't use the whole spectrum of what whole brain teaching entails. I think that was kind of a cool idea that we have that consistency, we have that variability, and it really helps our students kind of be engaged. And then we can deal later with those, you know, what are they called, Jack and Tasha in the book, where those are students that are either acting out or not participating and we don't necessarily need to bring that to the attention of everybody, but it's just something that once they start to do that, um, it's going to be hard to kind of ignore it. It's going to be hard to act out. And there's some ways that we can, we can engage Jack, who's a little bit more enthusiastic. Maybe we give him a variation. Hey, Jack, I need you to come up with a variation for class yes and use his variation or have him stand up and get the class's attention using his variation. And occasionally use his variation as a class attention getter. It's going to give Jack 
a little boost of that attention that he desires in a non-negative way. And I love that idea. So give it a shot. So we've got our consistency and variability. It's one of those things that the classroom, excuse me, whole brain teaching will do for our challenging kids. And it's just a way to um, get their attention, get them to be engaged in whatever lesson we might be um, presenting. And I love that idea. Check it out. Use it or don't. All right. If you like this podcast, make sure you tell a friend. If you don't, then don't say anything negative. It makes me sad. So (laughs) um, good luck out there and uh, have a great day.